It's me, Dan, from Harmontown. You can hear episodes of our show and 30 others before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. The TuneIn app is a free mobile audio app available across iOS, Android, and Windows. Podcast superfans get even more from their favorite shows. For four weeks, new episodes of Harmontown will be available a full 24 hours early, exclusively on TuneIn. Podcasts will release their new episodes early, including feral audio shows like Drinky Fun Time, Dome People Town, and Natural. Butte. Tune in is also full of content like live sports, news, music, and audiobooks. Get the next episode of Harmontown right now at the TuneIn app at tunein.com slash Harmontown. Welcome to Twisting the Wind, the podcast of the name I just said. Thank you for visiting. Now we're going to hear a little bit of music and then everything is going to get started, okay? Does that work out for you? Yeah. 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 Ha <laughs> 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 What? 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 What did you mention when you were there? Why didn't you just tell me? Why didn't you just say something? Why didn't you just say something? Look, we could have left. I didn't know. Look, I thought they had a bathroom there. I didn't, how am I supposed to know? I thought they had a bathroom. Well, most places like that have bathrooms. I'm sorry. I, they don't have a door on the stall. They don't have a door on the stall. Oh, that sucks. You should have a door on the stall. If you have a stall, there should be a door on it, right? Shouldn't there be? Give me a break. Yeah, give me that break. Hey, 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 That's the way to sound. That's the perfect way to sound. Hey, friends, welcome to Twisting the Wind, the podcast here on soundworksnetwork.net slash you got it, okay? It's that we're actually on Feral Audio. You know that. Feralaudio.com for all your audio needs, podcast needs, 
All your sneeds, all your sweater steeds, all your big butt cheese, all those big old breeds. Okay, you got it. That's great. Okay, I don't want to be like that anymore. It sounds like, I sound like robot Judy Garland, right? Don't you think I have a voice like Judy Garland? A lot of people say that. I got stopped in the street the other day. Someone was like, you sound just like Judy Garland. That's what she said. Because I was humming. And she goes, you sound just like Judy Garland. My grandmother was actually good friends with her, and they would have spent a lot of time together. And I heard her voice. I heard her voice on a cell phone once, but her and she died, and it was like, made me cry, because my friend is so close to me. And you sound just like Judy Garland. So, <laughs> and then that was it. And I kept walking. So did she. You know, it's downtown on the sidewalk. You know when you're downtown in a city and it's like, yeah, ah, downtown is so great. Remember that? Remember those days when you were a youngster and downtown was a fucking amazing thing? Like, wow, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, there's a place to get coffee. There's a place to get coffee too. What's that guy doing? I don't know what that is. I'm too young. Oh, he's parking a fucking car. What's that guy doing? Oh, he hates himself. <laughs> yep, downtown. Oh, little city, little country boy here went to the city and got amazed. Still enamored with it. And all those buildings. Tell you what, you put a hot tub on top of a building? Shit, I'll go in that hot tub. I might even pay to go in that hot tub. I used to live in a building, eight-story building. Maybe nine stories if you, if you count it correctly. Had a hot tub on the roof. Guess what? Shit was awesome. I mean, it really was. That's the thing about hot tubs is people people um, forget about how great hot tubs are. And, you know, hot tubs have kind of been changed into be this thing of like, yeah, you know, it's like a, well, it used to be sort of like a vestige of the 80s, right? Like stockbrokers and shit. I don't know. I don't, I, really know, I don't really know the history of hot tubs. Maybe I should get a hot tub expert on this thing. But all, all things being said about hot tubs, I'll say this. They're real. And when you get in one, you're like, why don't I get in one of these every single day? It really. Or maybe at least every other day. You know, it's the kind of thing where I don't know if you're like me. You might not be because I don't know you because you could be anyone. And right now, it actually, it's just me. I don't, I'm presupposing that someone is listening to this at a later date after I've recorded it, which I'm doing right now. I'm recording it. But um, if you're like me, you like a good pleasure delay, you know? You don't want to get that good too good. Like, if I'm hungover, I'm going to stay hungover all day. I'm going to, like, make it hurt. Make it hurt bad. Wait to sa save that hair of the dog till about 6 p.m. You know what I mean? You ever do that? Because hair of the dog does work. It does work. It doesn't have to be exactly the hair of the dog that bit you. It has to just be some hair of a dog. And my God. Yeah, it's better when you wait. I think it is. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just crooked. I think I'm crooked. But all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this, okay? Check out a hot tub, okay? If you get a chance to steal an opportunity at a hot tub, people do it all the time. Some of my greatest experiences meeting people who would not otherwise met, have met were in hot tubs at hotels and cities I didn't live in, and they were locals, and they snuck into that joint to use the hot tub. One time was uh, outside of Park City at a very nice... Uh, <laughs> It's a place, whatever, it's a hotel. It's a hotel that's not as nice as you expect it to be, but it's nice. And so three dudes who were in a jam band smoking some weed in the hot tub. And Britt and I 
we talked to them and it was fun. And also recently at the Madonna Inn in San Luis Obispo, some locals were stealing time in that hot tub as well. It's great. Hot tubs should not be locked down. They're always locked down. Isn't that weird? They're always like, nope, no, you gotta have a, you gotta have a guest key card to be in the hot tub. Um, oh, I would like, yeah. I guess you got it, right? But it's not like they're locked down, like serious lockdown. They're just like, you have to work, you have to work a little bit, a little bit to get in the hot tub when you can get in the hot tub. If we work a little bit, you can get in the hot tub and then you can join the hot tub. Look, I'll, look, here's the deal. I'll look the other way, okay? No, seriously, I'll just look there. I'm just, I was tying my shoe. I didn't know. I didn't know you slept in here. I thought you were guests. I saw those towels. I figured you were guests. So I'm just going to look the other way. Hop in the hot tub and enjoy it. Uh... Thank you for listening to Twisting the Wind. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to this show. Uh, I know I have been sparse lately with my deliveries. That's that's how it is. Okay, life is a life is a highway, and the highway often has construction because of new uh, monies that have been put into infrastructure development. So that's what's going on right now. But this is a doozy. This is a goddamn doozy. I'm laughing more in this one than anyone else. I can tell you that right now. Some great guests, some great times. If you would like to, please email me. It's twistingthewind at gmail. I will read and respond in due time, in due course. If you like the podcast, tell other people. If you uh, have maybe, I don't know, 30 seconds, log into iTunes, rate it, and review it. That does this thing where it's like, it's like adding uh, it's like adding soap to a, a big fountain at a corporate institution. It just makes bubbles go everywhere, and it's like everyone's like, wow, look at that. Wow, who put bubbles in the fountain? Who did it? Who did it? I don't mind. I can still get to work, but that's that's fun. I, I mean, it doesn't hurt it, does it? Does it hurt it? Okay, then it's fine. Yeah, that's what it does. When you rate and review the podcast, it puts bubbles in the fountain. It puts bubbles in my goddamn motherfucking fountain, y'all. Okay. Mm, mm. Make a smoothie. Make yourself a smoothie every day if you can. Eat fruit. Eat vegetables. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. First, though, I'd like to play you this song. Enjoy. This is a song uh, a friend of mine wrote about America. What you gonna get down trucks cause your dad Never gonna back put your dad don't get it What you gonna get more? I said What you gonna get more? What you gonna get more? Down did it What you gonna fall send you down at down down Hey Running <coughs> Hey Running Never got your book when you're back down, did What you gonna get? Running, what you gonna get? Cause you're back down, did it? Did it won't get what you say, what you get out? Did it won't get what you gonna get? What you get it? What your dad don't get it? Daddy gonna get it, what you run to more? Daddy say, what your town, what your city? Kicking on bus, money, jump. Daddy won't get what you down, gon' get it Get it, what a sound fucking terrorist Woo! Yeah, I'll set my tag and do
There we have it, the intro music there, here on the musical section of Twisting the Wind. Welcome to it. We're going to get right down into it right here and scram it up, drop down and rip it round, okay? So here it is. Today, on this section, part of what I'm doing, I'm just going to talk about one band, okay? They're called The OCs. They're amazing. They're from San Francisco. They have been other bands before, most notably The Coach Whips and Pink and Brown. At least those were... Uh, bands fueled by the man named John Dwyer, who is the singer and guitarist for the OCs. Also on the band is Bridget Dawson on vocals and keyboards, Petey Dammit on bass and guitar, Mike Shown on drums, and Lars Fenberg on drums, and sometimes guitar. Okay, this band is ridiculously great. I have been waiting to talk about them for a long time because I just feel like I don't... They're like a mountain, like this big musical mountain that has emerged in my life kind of recently, and I just, I've been climbing it and climbing it, and I just don't really feel like I have a full grasp of it, and I still don't, never will, and that's just the nature of sound, okay? Sound is elusive. All you can do is listen to it over and over again and just keep letting it drill into your brain like a woodpecker with like a, a woodpecker with like a really soft beak that actually feels like like a jet of warm water that's not being sprayed, more just like like a Okay? Does that make sense? Totally. Of course it does. So that's how I feel about this band, that, that I don't, I just, I don't know. I just don't know. So what I'm going to do, instead of just being an idiot, um, a slack-jawed idiot here, I'm going to play a song and then we'll talk about it. Okay. was Maria Stacks. That's from their second album, The Master's Bedroom is Worth Spending a Night In, and that is from The O.C.'s. Blistering, cut-face music. That's what I call it, at least. To me, it sounds like if you took like a, one of those tennis ball machines and loaded it up with a bunch of frozen tennis ball-sized balls of black paint and fired it into the 
jet exhaust of like a 747. And then they, then they, when you shot the balls, they melted and got changed direction by the jet engine and flew back in your face and ripped your skin off because they're blisteringly hot black paint. But you get covered with the black paint as your skin gets ripped off. So it's like this crazy, it's all that. That's what that sounds like to me. It also sounds like that show Baywatch. You ever see that? Yeah, totally. Actually, not at all. It just I said that because um, on YouTube, the only way to hear that song, someone edited a clip together <laughs> of Pam Anderson's character on Baywatch, and they have this is the sound, which is I I don't know what, I don't want to think about why it's good. It just is. Okay, moving on. Uh, this next song is from an album called The Hounds of Foggy Notion. And this is the first album I heard of the OCs. This is what got me into them. I got into them because I was traveling. I was in Portland, Maine, a very, very beautiful city. Ooh, it's nice. I wasn't there very long, so maybe it's not nice, and I just didn't get to see the not niceness. But as far as I can tell, pretty much uh, top top 10 nice places in the U.S. I went to a store called Time Lag Records. I was looking for some specific records on their label. And I met a guy there who's very nice named Nemo. We got to talking about music and I was seeking out some new music some from some bands that are living because I had this problem where I don't have any music from bands that are alive. I would like to go see and you know what I would like? I'd like to buy an album that just came out, a new album that is actually new. Wouldn't that be nice? So that's what I was saying to this guy. And he was sympathetic, and we exchanged some emails. This is after I left, and I told him that um, he was asking me what I was into because I wanted like a blind, a blind selection. You know, I love that. I love a good blind selection. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but that's how it works. So I said I was really into a lot of uh, psychedelic noise, and I like a lot of droney folk blues. That's really the extent of what I said. Probably like very few words. And he sent me among other a few other albums, was this album, The Hounds of Foggy Notion from the OCs. And it blew my fucking mind. I just couldn't get over how accurately he diagnosed my my uh, ear disease as far as sound prognosis goes with this album. It's, it was so on point, I couldn't believe it. I, just, I listened to it over and over and over again every time I was home from traveling in the darkness and semi-darkness and all forms of light and and uh, affected by different chemicals and non-affectation, all sorts of things. And it's all it's good in all those different ways. That's how good this fucking shit is. So here it is. Um, this is called Ship is the name of the track, and it's from the album The Hounds of Foggy Notion. Here you go.
I really could. I, I've listened to that song over. I have probably listened to it for an hour over and over again. It's that. It's got that thing. It's got that drone. That lock. It just lock. It's locked in. It's just. It's a. It's a butterfly beating its wings. It's a hummingbird. Whatever it is. It's all. It's just perfect. It's some sort of perfection there. That I believe that entire album was recorded live. That is the album The Hounds of Foggy Notion. The OCs. Uh, that song was called Ship. Yeah, the whole thing recorded live. I'm b- fucking believable. And that album is uh, much mellower than a lot of their other ones, but, I mean, it's got that, that special sort of uh, restraint. I don't know how to describe it, you know? It's, it's, it's restrained. It's very restrained, and all the tone is perfectly perfect. Just perfect, beautiful tone. Ugh! Ugh! I want to kill a kitty! Okay, moving on. Moving on. This is from their latest album, Putrefiers 2. Uh, this is the second album they put out this year. They are prolific recording artists. I don't know how they do it. They record tons of albums, and they're all amazing. They put out singles. They put out uh, tour split EPs with people. I don't know what's going on. There's something. There's something happening. They're they're like sharks in water. They just they they're perfect. Ah. So this is their second album of this year. It's called Putrefiers Two. Uh, I I have trouble saying this because I it's like it blows my mind that it's true. But I think this may be their best album. They're somehow getting better. They're evolving faster than other humans. Something's happening. There's, they're probably aliens or, or victims of radiation or something like that. I don't know. But this album is, is just about as... It's fucking great. It's fucking great, y'all. Get it. This song's called Hang a Picture, and it's from their latest album. Okay. sound what the hell was that was that like some sort of a a giant million ton sea snake that just rocketed out of an underwater tube after sleeping for thousands of years consuming gold only to spray a laser out of its third asshole and vaporize the planet and then hyperspace blink onwards to galaxy 2 is that what that was is that the sound is that what that sound was i don't know it just sounded to me like like maybe thousands of sea snakes off the coast of uh, Croatia eating an organ. Maybe that was it. I don't know. All I know is that I guess humans made that sound, and that was uh, hang a hang a picture 
from the latest uh, The O.C.'s album called Putrefiers 2. Sometimes I just call them The O.C.'s, you know? I don't say The The O.C.'s. Have I been saying The The O.C.'s? I think I've been doing it wrong. Good God, good, good God. Good God, man. Good God, get a grip. So please, 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 please listen to this band more. There's, there, all their albums are just treasure troves of jewels ready to be unlocked with your ear decoders. And also, uh, I should say, and I, I always forget to mention this, if you're listening to this podcast, which you are, because you're hearing this, uh, the compression that we use so you can hear it, you can have a manageable download size, does stuff to the sound. So what you're hearing is like, you're hearing like three quarters of what is there. And there's no there's no other way to do it. So if you like the way that sounds even a little bit, holy shit, then you have to buy it because it sounds so much more. There's so much more depth and width and all this stuff going on in these songs that we can't possibly project to you in the format with which we do. So that's life in a nutshell. The OCs, dig deep. Go see them live. They're one of the best live bands I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I'm I'm not kidding. They really are. It's like, it's like you just made friends. You just made the best friends, and they are just, they're just ripping your fucking face off. That and watching Petey Dammit play bass and smoke a cigarette is like, it's inspiring. It's downright inspiring. Thank you for listening. Beep. Hey, how you doing? I just got transferred to you. I was uh, talking to someone about uh, just potentially working uh, with y'all on some sort of, uh, you know, import-export type thing. Uh-huh. So, well, okay. what, well, maybe you could, like, break it down for me. Is there, like, a specific style or, like, a genre of vegetable or fruit that is the most conducive to what y'all are doing? Well, we're a distributor. We, we distribute, okay. uh... We're distributed. We're distributed a produce. Okay. So restaurants, casinos, hotels. Got it. Uh huh. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, what do the casinos do with the produce? I'm just curious. What do they do? They have yeah. restaurants in some of some of the uh, casinos have restaurants. In okay. Casinos. So so yeah. when you said like restaurants and casinos, you basically mean restaurants and restaurants that are in yes. casinos. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So basically, mm-hmm. y'all just distribute to restaurants only. No, no. We could we distribute to hospitals, schools, um, you know, you name it. Okay. As long as it's if, if they have a restaurant, yeah, we distribute to restaurants. What are the hospitals? The what do the hospitals tend to do with the food, to the with the vegetables? Sir, I don't know. I, okay. I, I wouldn't be. I couldn't answer those questions. I, okay. I, I well, know. this is just the thing because I, I I do a, a very high level of organic farming. And our chain uh-huh. is, uh, is is worldwide. Uh, it runs uh-huh. on a mycelium current, and um, uh-huh. <clears throat> it's something where there's like a respect issue a lot of times with certain farmers we work with. So they like they want to uh-huh. be able to do end to end chain dynamics. Have you heard of this? Uh-huh. No, I haven't. Well, it's a, it's a new uh, farming technique called end to end chain dynamics, where they 
when they plant the seeds, when they acquire the seeds of these uh, hyper-organic vegetables, what they're doing is they're they're telling and uh, I guess somehow showing these vegetables their endpoint and destination mm -hmm. in the chain, mm -hmm. and it, mm -hmm. it provides a, a significant vitamin and mineral boost in their their product, which is mm -hmm. why we've begun to make this an exclusive policy of ours. So that's why I ask. I'm not. I wasn't trying to be difficult. I'm sorry if I was. Mm -hmm. No, 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 it's okay. I, I just wouldn't know how to answer that because okay. I really don't know, you know okay. how they cook or what they do with their produce. Got um, it. Is, is there a, now when y'all when y'all distribute stuff, do you brand all the things that go through there? Uh, everything, it's uh, it's gone in a box with our labels, with uh, our tracking number, with everything. Yes. Okay, so, so every fruit uh, has like a barcode on it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Every single fruit? Every box that goes out of oh. here has a has a yes yes. And, and how large are these boxes typically? Is there like a, a specific size? Because we just have some of these uh, these new oranges that have been fused with mm -hmm. a with a bro uh, with a um, brassicia brassicia influence. That well, it, it all depends. Our like if it's an orange, how okay. many oranges boxes are forty pounds? Forty pounds. Now, okay. They, but, it all depends what the customer wants. If they want a forty pound, a half a case, or a five pound, or per pound, it 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 depends what the customer wants. Okay, and the customer being the end destination for it, is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So so you don't deal with bushels and packs and half packs anymore. Bushels, uh, I wouldn't know. Um, my buyer would okay. need would answer this. I I wouldn't know. I just know that whatever. Uh, leaves out of our warehouse. It's leaving on a box with a label, with a tracking number, with a date, and all that. But I don't know if we still, if we send it out on. No, no, it ha it's our box. That okay. Goes out. Yeah. Now, what about mm -hmm. the individual fruits, though? Will those be? Can those be labeled as well? Oh, the box is labeled. The fruits goes inside the box. Right, but but I, mm -hmm. I was at, I'm wondering if it's possible to. <clears throat> pardon me. Keep keep a. Choking here, <laughs> so dry. Where well, I'm in a very dry place right now. Mm. How about yourself? Is it dry where you are? No, it's not. Uh, That's good. I'm in LA. <laughs> You're in a lake. LA, oh, <laughs> Los Angeles. Well, as far as I know, LA is pretty dry, isn't it? It's kind of like a, a semi-desert, or no? No. Oh, it's not. LA is not a desert. No. It's not. What What is it like there? Does it Does it rain a lot? No, our weather it's beautiful almost all the time. Oh well, well that I guess it, I, don't, I guess I don't know the definition of a desert. I can tell you the definition <laughs> of dessert, and that's what I have after mm -hmm. dinner. <laughs> um, now back to these fruit here. Oh, sorry, I won't take a little drink. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, is there a way to, to to label them individually? Well, if if it's an orange, the mm -hmm. orange has their label of where it's coming from. Okay. Or where, not coming from, I'm sorry. Yeah, if it's a Sunkiss, it'll say the label has a Sunkiss with the number. Okay, so the that's... in the sticker. Is that our job? To, is that our job to, to individually label them? Or is there a way we can upsell that, that, that distribution mechanism so it's a part of your chain? Uh, like I'm going back again. It, it would have to be either from a buyer. I couldn't answer this. Okay. What what I'm saying is that if we if I'm a provider, which I am, I'm a fruit and vegetable mm -hmm. farm provider. Mm -hmm. Is there a way? You said that your boxes are labeled. Is there a way to have the fruit inside there labeled? Can y'all do that? Labeled with your name and 
No, it, it's if it's labeled, it's because it's coming out from our warehouse and it's going to have our information. Okay, so I have to do yeah. that myself. Yes. Because what we're trying to do here is we're trying to find, like I said, endpoint destinations. So we label the specific fruit as to where it's going, like like names, information, pictures, all sorts of things. Like it's trying to make it, it's a very specific idea where like a single mm-hmm. blueberry will have a little little sticker on it and the sticker has a tracking number that when you barcode scan a that a single blueberry one each blueberry yeah that's you guys what, label oh we do but I've these, never heard of it i know but uh. these these are like i said these are very special blueberries they're grown they're hydroponically grown they're grown hydroponically on a mountainside where it creates the the vapor pressure is at a different level where uh-huh. You know how you know how Lance Armstrong or those guys will train at altitude. Have you ever heard about this? No. <laughs> well, a lot of times, what cyclists and runners they'll train in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in the mountains before? Yeah, I've been to the mountains. You know how? Uh, like, you know what, sir? You mm-hmm. would have to speak to a buyer when it comes to all these questions. Right. Well, um, I just yeah. gotta I gotta finish explaining this though, real quick. Mm. So you know how when you're up in the mountains, it's hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing goes with. What happens is when you go up there and it's hard to breathe, your blood changes the oxygen ability to carry oxygen. So what happens is is it holds more oxygen because it's thinner. So when mm-hmm. you go down to regular altitude, your blood has a ton of oxygen in it. And this is the same with fruit. So if you think about a blueberry uh-huh. grown at uh-huh. altitude, brought down, it's going to have so much flavor. It's going to have as much flavor as four or five blueberries. So that's why we individually oh. label them, because it's something... I mean, if you've ever tasted one of these before, it will knock your socks off. It's like having a dessert. It is like eating a dessert. like like a. It's like eating a cupcake, but it's the size of a thumbnail, you know? If, <laughs> okay. If a thumbnail was round, if a thumbnail was... Because thumbnails... <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but I'm telling you, this this we're on to something here, and that's why we're trying to uh-huh. hit. The, we're trying to hit the stratosphere with this idea. No, that, that's fine. That's mm, good. That's cool. Good. Well, what other information okay, yeah, can? Um, what other information might you be able to provide me with? Just when I, now, I've got you on the line here. Just as far as like maybe some inform, some detailed information as far as what we should be setting up. You guys should be setting up. Yeah. Just just to be prepared to deal on a global scale with uh, your distribution network. Uh, honestly, I, I, I wouldn't know what would, what would you want to set up. I, okay. I, I don't, I can't answer this. You want to give a context to where we are? We're in a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't care? People can tell that. They can hear the car. They can hear, maybe they just think, oh, what are they, in an airplane? No. <laughs> we're, we're on, uh, depends if they have good headphones. But why don't, uh... <laughs> oh, you can't believe the rights to that song. I don't care. Yeah. That music. So, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? So, uh, I'm Sam Brown. Right. Uh, sir, you're driving. Your name? Uh, I am Zach Kreger. Right. Say that again. Julian Assange. Okay. <laughs> Great to have you here, J.A. Yeah. Don't What's tell up? anybody. What's Don't up? tell anybody I'm here. I could get in a lot of trouble. What's up, Jazz? Yeah. Hey. I hang out in America always. Hey, so Julian, question. Yeah, when talk you, to me. When you, uh, when you like, sort of raped that chick, was it, was it like, good? Like, that chick <laughs> was begging for it. Uh-huh. Well, why was she begging for it? She was like, Julian, Julian, I love nerds. You're, like, the <laughs> coolest nerd. You make Bill Gates look like... 
you know, I don't know. Nerds are cool now, aren't they? Nerds are very cool now. Yeah. Like Bill Gates looks like John McAfee. What's your name up front, sir, to the right? To my right? Uh, Trevor Moore. Trevor Moore. I'm sitting in the middle here next to a guy, Josh Fadum. That's me. That's Josh Fadum. That's me. We're now we're getting noisy in a car. Drive safely. Josh, be normal. Hey, bro. I'm on. This is me. This is my comedy persona. We're in a car with a bunch of comedians broadcasting to the world. The world. I don't know if I'm going to use this or not. It's just, it's just, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, let's talk about how before you turn the mic on, Josh was being himself, and he's saying how he didn't want to be himself right. on the right. podcast. So, yeah. What was that? What was that, Zach? Before the mics were turned on, right. Josh was being himself and right. talking about how he didn't want to be himself on the podcast. Right. He only wanted to be his comedy persona. And but now that the mics me, are rolling, it is me. Maybe no. I'm being myself. It's not. You're always but you you. just you're taking everything I say so literally. I mean, you know, it's all just fuzz in the air. You know? You're fuzz in the air. <laughs> Maybe yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah, a Josh. You're, you're saying that real Josh Fadum is a character. Yeah, he might be, man. I, who knows? You know, where it's, it changes every day. Well, that's what RuPaul says. That we're all in drag. Yeah, we're, we're all, all in drag. drag. We're all in drag. I'm just, I'm just doing a nice tuck right now. Your actual personality is funny. I mean, I'm tucking my penis. I'm tucking my personality between my legs. Hey, can you do that song that we sang her at the gas station earlier? The one about the TV show? Oh, uh, this, uh, this is Major <laughs> Dad on CBS. <laughs> we didn't have much about that. This is Major Dad on CBS. It's, it's a very funny, funny show. show. And if you like it, then you should probably know <laughs> that Thomas Hayden Church is a fucking dick. Is he? It's at 8 p.m. <laughs> I know. Thomas Hayden Church wasn't on Major Dad. <laughs> no, I just he was on Wings. He just wanted to randomly diss me. Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> Was on wings, I, I, and he also had Ned and Stays. Have you heard Thomas Hayden Church podcasts? No, he hasn't. It's about? it's actually really good. He's What's really, it about? He's huh? really good in Killer Joe. I watched recently. It's about it's 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 mostly about like Minecraft. Really? Like, yeah, he's no, like, he's like, <laughs> uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. It's called Church Talk. Church Talk. Church talk. I, I hated was, Killer Joe. I thought that was a terrible movie. Oh, I loved it. I, I thought it was it. great. I thought the movie was so bad. Um, oh, I thought it was great. I think that, uh... I thought it was, like, d funny and dark. Hey, what did you think about that movie, the one uh, with Brad Pitt, Killing Them Softly? Oh, was, I didn't like it that much. Why not? Why did you not like it? Um... Uh, it was, uh, I like things about it, but I did overall. It was a lot of style over substance. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the right But it was, still, it was still really. It was like, kind of film school. All the way through, I was engaged. I was yeah. like into it. Brad Pitt's just so 2008. Yeah. It's like. That's see, when it takes place. Yeah. See you later, Brad Pitt. So, it's Channing Tatum territory did now. You like, did you like the message? Tatum time. Tatum time. <laughs> I, I think, That's a great podcast a too. Of, like, Tatum time. Tatum stuff time. I thought yeah, about yeah. killing yeah. them softly. Yeah. Like the, us, the, the Australian guy. Time. The Australian guy was like. Um, he was like, also uh, about Minecraft. Oh, I'm gross. I'm so gross. I'm gonna do heroin and I'm sweaty and got boils on my cheeks. Cool. Like, you always, you you always hate Australia. that Australian guy. Sam Worthington? No. I think he was good. Uh, ben something. Ben yeah. Mendelsohn. But you always hate stuff where it's like... I don't they, think, I, I don't think that's... They are I'm, people. You do a lot of times. You seem like you hate stuff that's... Um, Australian. To you it seems obvious, right? What? 
Obviously yeah, it's like gross. we get he's gross. You don't have to hammer think, it through our heads. I didn't think there was, I didn't think there was any hammering of that at all. I thought it was it, it hammered. Oh. I mean, that's not not my reason for not liking the movie. I didn't hate the movie. I just was like, I was I was also into it throughout. But there were just a lot of things. I was like, eh. I have a question. Have they made a good movie this year? Paranorman. <laughs> Paranorman was great. No. I, uh, I haven't uh, seen a lot of the movies that came out. Paranorman this year. looked great. Yeah. Today's yeah. Oscar day. I liked The Master. I thought that was good. Oh. I haven't seen you it. You didn't yet. like it? Well, yeah. I, I thought the acting was amazing in it. But I thought it was a mess. Oh, I liked it. Speaking of uh, uh, Brad Pitt earlier, um, I just saw the trailer for something that, that looks amazing, which is uh, there's a movie coming out called uh, Not Another Celebrity Movie. Yep. That's not made by the the guys that do the the, good the ones. Friedberg Seltzer, the classic movie. Classic, not another movie. It's not a Freeberg Seltzer master. Yeah, it's not one of those those joints. Uh, and what it is is celebrity impersonators, but they're playing the celebrities like Brad Pitt. Uh, it's like a, a Charlie Sheen getting together a team of celebrities, like an Ocean Eleven style team, to kidnap Justin Bieber. It looks incredible. If you should. Is it a Frank Caliendo movie? No, Ooh, Caliendo. it's like. Yeah. It's very budget. My my uh, my old, my good friend Fred, his dad, that was his favorite show, Frank TV. I think he's probably the only person who that who's, who had a. I think he's he's the one guy who that was his favorite show. It's a big world. Somebody out there has a Frank TV tattoo. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Frank TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was on Frank TV. You were? I was in a couple You're sketches nuts. on Frank TV. Who did you play? I played uh, a, a writer of the show of the show Lost, um, who walked into an episode of the show what? Lost because the characters couldn't figure out what, what was happening. How did you get on that show? I auditioned for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, to be a cast member? Yes, and it was like a cattle call audition, and everyone was... Uh, Everyone, Everyone was like, this is taking so long. And like, people were, they were keeping like all these comic actors waiting for like two hours. And I was just getting mad because other people were getting mad. I wasn't really mad. But I was like, oh, I'm mad then too for real. So I was like, I'm going to just like say, fuck this audition. And I go, I'm just going to go do like the stupidest stuff in the room. And I, so I was like, I decided, I said, this is my impression of Benji the dog. If he'd never gotten to go on adventures and he was just locked up in, uh, locked up in a front yard. And so I went in there, I just like stood on a chair and just barked for like a minute straight <laughs> and I just awesome. kept barking and they liked it so much that they were like you got anything else and uh, oh, what else you got? and then I was like oh well uh, I can do this and I can do that and then uh, and then uh, then they just started calling me in to do like one little bit sketches and I also played a DJ at a party who Robert De Niro uh, played by Frank Caliendo punched in the face oh. and that never aired hmm. De Niro didn't prove it I guess they needed they to like submit it, it to, for De Niro's approval, and he yeah. was like, oh, no, I don't like it. And I was like, mm, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like that DJ. I didn't like that DJ. I wouldn't have done it like that. I hear he's a dick. Do you think if we got in a car accident and all died, uh, someone, would ever get released? someone would post this? It would. <laughs> this would beat Marin's ratings if it did that. <laughs> We'd well, finally get out there and put the fuck. It just be like fast-forwarding to where... When are they going to die? They're not talking about like, anything. Put like that. We're going to beat like Marin that. on this one. <laughs> if we all die, we'll beat Marin. 
Zach, you know what you gotta do. We gotta beat Marin. Scream and crash the car? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay. You're not gonna like it. Let's talk about bitches you fucked. <laughs> Let's talk about the good ones. Yo, how about Judy and Cynthia and Charlotte and Mosho? What was that Dude. song? What song? Where the guy just named girls. Uh, a little bit of Angela five. in yeah, my life. A little bit of Shuby in my dudes. That was a good A little bit of Tina and a pee. A little bit of poopy in the pee. <laughs> I didn't know that's what that was about. Mambo number two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Zach, you were telling me earlier about a experience you had with a Playboy Playmate. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> okay. I thought you said you said you would. Not on the podcast. Okay. I thought you said you would. No. Well, you meant you meant in the car, like just in general. That's what you meant, not like. Sorry. Um, like this can be edited. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. This is great. It's just try, great. Just go around and try to find stuff that people don't want to talk. <laughs> That's to. a good idea. We already talked about Josh. Hey, Trevor. I understand that uh, you and Zach had a disagreement at some point in time in, during being friends. <laughs> That's not a secret. Okay, that's not very good one. Um, it's not juicy enough, honey. Josh, I understand you dated a girl who is controversial. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think I want to talk about that. Uh, Sam, I understand that, um, I don't know what to ask you that you don't want to talk about. What, Sam what, is, Sam, Sam, what don't you want Sam to talk about? Sam is a friend of country. No comment. No um, comment. Sam, I understand that there was a point Sam, I'd like to talk about his phone number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I understood that there was a phone no, number you had. No, actually do uh, edit that out. Do edit what out? No comment? Uh, this, I mean, like... Edit what out? Nothing's been said. Exactly. Oh, that part? Well, edit you, that you don't like talking about your phone number? Do you want me to put your phone number in there? Yeah, because what you're joking around about, she's on... 323 Wow, we nailed... Six oh four. Check Sam off the list. Got him. 323-604-9178. Whose number is that? I don't... It's, it's Sam's. It's got to be somebody's. It's got to be someone's number. And they'll probably get called twice by the one guy on Twitter who really likes the podcast. Can I read your number out? Hey, man. Great episode. Yeah, yeah I called uh, Sam. It wasn't him. It was, it was some Armenian guy. This is Major Dad on CBS. A really funny show. Yeah, that would be a great podcast. It's just whose numbers you got. Mm-hmm. And just go through and try to find like the coolest phone numbers Ooh. you have. I think I got some good numbers. Oh, that's a good comedy. I have Monica Lewinsky. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah. I do. I used to trade. She I... called me, dude. Why do you have her? Wait, wait. Trevor stole it from someone. From Lauren Michaels. And he wouldn't let me. Trevor, you stole the number. Of yeah. He wouldn't let me have the number, but he would let me call from his phone. So I called her and I left a voicemail. I was like, hey, it's Brad. Uh, looking forward to getting dinner later, uh, and I left my number. Right. And like ten minutes later, she called me. And was like, "Hey, just want to let you know, like, I think you got the wrong number. I don't want you to think you got stood up or anything." Oh, what well, that's sweet. Nice, what really nice. Girl. Really She's sweet. sweet. Well, She's famous she... for being really, really nice. How did you get her number, though? I stole it from Lauren Michaels. Well, why did Lauren Michaels have it? I was uh, because she's like a celebrity. But still, I don't. She doesn't seem like the kind of person to be. A... We're trying yeah, to get weird. Monica to do a cameo on the show. Yeah. <laughs> we want Monica. Hey, Monica. How did you steal his numbers? Did, was it like, did you go onto his computer? No, it was just Monica, be on his desk. My on his, like a, a physical yeah. Rolodex? So, no, just numbers. numbers. They have like on a paper. Yeah. I think it's, it's weird that he had a big list of numbers on paper on his desk. So, did you ever call her back and set up a date? Were you like in the office alone, like putting it in your phone? Was it like sneaky? No, I just saw. I wasn't sneaky at all. I just saw it. I was like, oh, it's Michael Lewinsky's number. I wrote it down. From Monica Lewinsky, 
they've been like, man, this is gonna be what it's what started all the fuss. This is what's gonna this is really good. We're gonna see what we're gonna see what the president was talking about. How come we didn't date her, Zach? What? Do you think you could have dated Monica Lewinsky if you wanted to? Uh, no, I don't. Why not? Well, for one, I was in L.A. at the time. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how I would go from, oh, I'm a stranger who just left you a voicemail on the wrong number to, like, hey, let's you and I meet up in person. You could swoon her. You still got her number. I used to she call Christina Ricci all the time. her phone as Brad. What, 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 I, was, I used to call Christina Ricci all you the did? time. Yeah. How? What? I'd just call her, and then I'd, uh, like, uh... Just pretend like, oh, I have the wrong number. How'd you get her number? Same thing? Same thing. How many numbers did you get? He also got Don Knotts' number. I used to call Don Knotts every New He's Year's Eve. He's dead now, right? I know, and then, and then I call, I'd call him every New Year's Eve at midnight. Oh, and be like, Happy New Year's, Don Knotts. Because he'd answer, he'd be like, hello? And then like, I'd be like, Happy New Year's, Don Knotts. And just hang up the phone. And then he died, and I went to call him that New Year's, and I realized, like, oh, he died. He died. And it really hit home. It became real. It like, became it was really like, sad, wow. huh? yeah. Jeez. She's Louise. The Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> well, no, I haven't seen if I got any good numbers here. I used to have Buzz Aldrin's. Buzz Aldrin? Yeah. Let's see what I got. And I used to have Mick Jagger's cell phone. Really? Yeah. Why? Same thing? Yeah. God, you're a thief. I'm a phone thief. Oh, I have Jack Nicholson's. Buzz Aldrin's. That's really? Legitimately. Yep. Buzz Aldrin's we legitimately used. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. When we were making the sketch. That's not how I got Buzz Aldrin's, though. I have no, my... no, I no, got no. Buzz Aldrin because I traded somebody a Monica Lewinsky for uh, Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> I think we should call Monica Lewinsky. We should call her. We could do it right now. You want to do it? I'll take my caller ID off. Okay. Just listen to her voicemail. I don't want her to, like, have my number. You can say, hey... You should it's say just hey. Up. Maybe that's not cool to do. It seems not, not nice. cool. Let's not do that. That's mean. But is it not, mean? Not, it's not it's mean. Like it's not mean it out there in the world. Mean. It would be one thing if it was just the five of us, but you're recording it and it's like we're going to broadcast it. I would hate it. I think that actually that makes it mean. illegal. Um, it does. Technically, if you say, yes. Would you mind? We're recording this right now at the top of the conversation. No, I don't want to do that. That does, but what you, what you can do is we could, uh, could edit this part out right now and we can. It's Mark Lewinsky, but it's. We don't say it's actually my You know, technically, if we say that we're driving through the state of Nevada at the moment, That's it's true. legal. Because uh, you can do any sort of prank call, phone one, calls from Nevada. One party consent. State. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So we should, um, should edit, edit, edit this part out where we call up Monica Lewinsky and be like, hey, I got your number from a friend. I was wondering, we have this podcast that we do from our car. Right. And I was wondering if you would like to record a segment. It's true. She would probably be down for that. She's probably looking for publicity. No, <laughs> she's probably a sweetheart. <laughs> no, she probably does not like... What do you think she does now? She probably is just a normal person, like selling shoes or something. Selling shoes? Yeah. You think she's Isn't that what she tried to do? Game? No, she was doing purses. She's got to she be sold purses. Yeah. She's got to work for a big non-profit, DC yeah. think tank. Probably like, you know... She was a good girl who got a bad rap. She's a good girl with big brown titties. She's a good girl sucking on that D. She's a good girl with big Jewish titties. She's a good girl sucking that presidential D. And now he's... Sp- <laughs> I don't know what to uh, do. You gotta go right up to the chorus. Right up to the chorus. And now she's... Free balling. <laughs> That's bad. That's a bad joke. Free balling. That's like a... 
weird. It's not even weird outworthy. It's really weird how that whole thing went down. That everybody like, you know, she's like 19, right? No, I don't she know. Was she was like, like 20. 22. Okay, still 22. Yeah. And now that's the president. Young. When I was in high school, I was like 20, 20, 25, 26. That's yeah. how old. The president of the United States makes a pass at you. 22-year-old girl goes for it, of course. Yeah. And then, like, like everyone, like, you, you know, kind of name makes her a harlot. Yeah, you know, like, that's such a fucking it. weird, like, that's a weird thing that we did about 15 years ago. That's like, happened throughout history, though. Women are always yeah. treated as though, like, women are called sluts and men are called, like, you know, oh, he's a... He's a dog. He's a pussy hound. Yeah, yeah he likes that. Oh, that guy likes it. Yeah, oh, he's he's got a wandering eye. Oh, she's she's a fucking slut. Yeah. That fucking slut. Oh god, that slut. God. She, she took she did that. She did it. She did Your sex. Honor, she's a slut. Your Honor, case Your dismissed. Your Honor. I rest my case. Your Honor, I'm not a bullshitter here, alright? I think we all know what's going on here. Because we've got a slut on our hands. We got a one thousand percent DC slut. Doing power moves on the ladder, trying to climb up to get those titties sucked. And Objection. that's what we have here. Objection. No, Objection. no, no. Do not object. We have a classic. Do not 1, object. 000, do not object. A classic 1000% DC power <laughs> slut working her way. Objection. Into, Overruled. No, okay, Overruled. I guess you're right. Overruled. Oh, look, oh, look, okay. If you want to blow smoke. I, I believe him. Okay. She does Your, sound like a slut. Your Honor, if you want to blow smoke on my ass, can we do it off hours? Because right now, I'm here to cut through the bullshit, and I want to say right now, this was a classic slut. This was a true slut. Bill Clinton is powerless to a slut of this magnitude. A slut of this nature, this neighborhood of slut, is, is unrevocable in a political arena, sir. This is a drip. This is a classic big titty drip who's out to get some special interest campaign finance refi donations back to her big wig, Pork spender, big wig daddy. Because <laughs> pork belly, we all we gotta cut the fat, we gotta cut the pork, and we got this porker, big old Teddy's Lewinsky. Slut to the bone. Slut, slut yeah. down to the yeah. bone. And this is this is all Clinton's lawyer. This is Clinton's lawyer. <laughs> Clinton's lawyer. I understand. My client is innocent. He was victimized by this demon of a slut, sir. Uh, exhibit A, Exhibit A, Exhibit B, these titties. She's wearing a $2,000 bra. You cannot say no to those titties. That decolletage is outstanding. This is a, this is a professional DC sniper slut. She doesn't even like sex. She just out, this is a classic DC sniper slut. How to take down the power brokers and suck them off until she can create a swimming pool of power jizz. Exhibit two, if you want the lawyer. The Jennifer Aniston Rachel haircut. I mean, what man can resist it right now? The, the this windows. is 1999. Yeah. If you wanted a lawyer who'd just say, yeah, that's a pretty girl, yeah. you wouldn't get me. I'd tell it how it is. Look, okay, officer, officer, judge, I'm gonna tell you how it is. <laughs> Look, okay, here's the deal. He's doing a good job as president. I'm not gonna bullshit you about that. He did a good job. But then you get this fucking harpy swooning down in here with those big titties <laughs> flopping around and a beret. He's gonna he's gonna spray. She was born in 1973, <laughs> so that means she was probably about 27. Uh, like 27. That. We all know that is the wildest age, sir. That is the wildest age. That is a wild That's card. The age. age, your honor. Sir, let me. She's exhibit. experimenting. She doesn't know what she wants in life. Sir, exhibit D. 
the following people died at age 27. Kurt Cobain, the Big Bopper, uh, the actor Humphrey Bogart, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Another another such wild card celebrities. Is it a coincidence that also Amy Winehouse died at this age? No, because this is the wildest age, and this is the age in which Monica Lewinsky was when she offered up her mega DC power slut body to our president, and he was powerless, sir. <laughs> powerless to resist this wicked temptation of hyper lobbyist slut. I don't suggest you put yourself in this situation, but I would like to see what would happen if we put you and Miss Monica in the room alone together. You would be sucked <laughs> off so deep and heavy so immediately. And the voice comes in is like, you are watching the C-SPAN Bill Clinton uh, impeachment hearings on C-SPAN. The prosecution uh, has rested. The defense is now taking the crown. We continue back to the defense's case. Your Honor, I exhibit now the shoe of Amy Winehouse, who died at 27 due to wild rock and roll party sex lifestyle, of which was no coincidence the same age of Monica Lewinsky at the time of her presidential cock slut sucking. This is not a coincidence, sir. The age of 27 is a magical age. The King Win sequence dictates as a mathematical principle that the number of age 27 year old girl is completely irresistible to any man over 40, as it is mathematically sound, hyper slut, 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 slutty slut. Dripping yeah, we pussy. should call her. We yeah, should just call her. Right, now that we've given her such a like intro. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. She could be a part of the uh, part of the skit. Yeah. She might be like she might like the bit. Mm-hmm. Remember that thing. Monica, she... want to be on our podcast? It's kind of like a trial. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a retread of a lot of humor that was going on in the late nineties. Yes. Yeah. Remember that really dark period of your life? <laughs> remember, that, remember that thing where you had to take antidepressants just to go uh, just to, to just to talk to people? Remember that, that thing you, that li- you moved out of life? the. Yeah. <laughs> You moved out of the country. Yeah. Remember that oh, thing? Hummer broke down. Oh shit. Lucky's got those almonds to eat. <laughs> Note to listeners: we're surrounded by almonds. <laughs> it's that we're we're. If we were trying to get away from almonds, we would be so dead. <laughs> this was the happening. And this is it. It was just almonds. Yeah. The almonds are angry. This is almond country. <laughs> this is this is almond country. This is Steinbeck almond country. Almond Joysville. Taking a break. We're right next to Moundsville. We're gonna take a stop down for a break. It's a candy joke. Should we stop down for a break? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By Derbis. What is that? By Derbis. <laughs> he is scared. What's that? Josh Eater. That's a cute joke. That's a stage fright. Josh, why are you so Derbis. nervous? Because he's scared about the performance. Oh, Josh, you're so cute. Me scared that the audience not going to like me. Oh, why are you scared, Josh? Because me nervous. Oh, Josh. Me don't think the audience going to like me, me Derbis. So you're going to stay in the green room all night? Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah, cute. Me cute, nervous. <laughs> do you want? Do you want a snack? Yeah, me snack. Me take a, eat a sweet something. Oh, look at those oh, cows. What kind of snack do you want? Me want something sweet. Oh man, I'm scared those cows are gonna tumble onto the freeway. They probably love it. Where? That probably happens all the time. Yeah, probably. All right, here we go. And jump. Cows for those listening. Cow just landing on us and uh, killing us all. We're driving through these hills right now. In the grapevine. The grapevine. Yep. 
and there were cows on the, the hills of the side of the highway. Uh, these are perpendicular eating, cliff walls. Yeah. On a diagonal uh, slope. Yeah. slope. eating grass. That should be illegal. I don't well, understand how they, yeah. What, having cows? Do you think For those- cows to do that? Those mountain cows know what they're doing. Those cows have to suck and fuck. Those cows have to suck and fuck the way up. Listen, cow, if you want to get to the if you want to get to the field where you can graze, you gotta suck and fuck. You know, there's only one way to get there. Otherwise, you're gonna be stuck by the ledge of the freeway where you could get hit and smashed. But if you want to go to the next level, you do a quick suck and fuck right now and make a call. You could get in the middle of the field. Okay, I want to get into Pixar movies. I want to get into Pixar. Okay, well, tell you what, I know. I know John Lasseter, and uh, you suck and fuck me. I'll make a call to him, and then you can suck and fuck him. If he likes what you do, then we're going to put you right in the Pixar movie, okay? Okay. Are you talking to a cow? Listen, cow. There's, good, there's a cow character for a new come, upcoming okay. Pixar movie. I think that could be you. Well, you think, do you think me, Lena Dunham, could get that part? I think that if you suck and fuck and suck and fuck the right way, actually, you don't really have to suck and fuck the right way. Just suck and fuck so I know that you will suck and fuck. And I will make one call, and then we will make a, we will put you in the Pixar movie. Who will you call? Listen, do you want to be in the new Arthur picture? Yes. You're going to have to suck and fuck me. This is doing a remake of Arthur with Russell Brand. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to make a star out of everyone in the picture. If you want to suck and fuck me right now, we'll make one call to Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller will make a call to Russell Brand, and you will be the new star of the new Suck and Fuck Arthur movie. <laughs> it's called Suck and Fuck? Well, that's what we call it in our own <laughs> private room, which is where you are right now. You can't tell anyone about this, but why would you want to? Because you're gonna, we're going to have everyone know that you suck and fuck. And that's no way to be in this business. They're, they're going to stop using you if you know they suck and fuck. But we'll be happy to have you suck and fuck. But I still have to suck and fuck. You got to suck and fuck. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but, don't think, but don't think about it for too long. The decision is yours. Take one second. How much otherwise time get do out. I get to, to decide if I want to suck and You fuck. get about 30 seconds. Actually less. And then I think yeah, I need you to get out of my face. Because okay. there's another appointment coming in and someone else will suck and fuck if you won't. I want to suck and fuck. I want to suck and fuck. Okay, let's get to the suck and fucking, okay? okay. We're going to spread you. I'm going to bend you. I'm going to put you down. I'm going to bend you over. We're going to do everything that we possibly can think of to you. And then I'll make one call to Ben Stiller. He's going to do the same thing. And then he will suck and fuck you. And suck and fuck your asshole. And he'll suck and fuck your face. And then we're going to get you that part in that movie, okay? okay? That sounds good. This is Welcome to the Business. We're real happy with Thank you for every talent. Uh, am I going to get to the next level of this? Well, it depends. You know, if I'm in the mood and you suck and fuck me, then I'll call Ben and then, then, then we can make this happen. Uh, so how, how did Ben get to where he is right now? Well, Ben and Owen, we always came up together. Ben and Owen were buddies growing up. And Ben and Owen used to suck and fuck. But he's like, I can't suck and fuck my way to the next level. But Ben was in the biz and Ben was very driven and Ben was very serious about his craft. So he sucked and fucked all the way up to the top. And then he said, Owen, I found the right people for you to suck and fuck. So Owen suck and fuck right. And then Owen so, and Ben are team together, the team players. Does that mean that Owen didn't have to suck and fuck as many people? Because No, Owen had to double suck and fuck. <laughs> Because he had to make up for all the lost time, he wasn't sucking and fucking. That's right. Well, no, no. Ben did. Ben Ben did a little bit of sucking and fucking, but he was very driven, and he sucked and fucked the right people. Owen was sucking and fucking anyone that he could, but then he found the right people to suck. But you know, what? I don't know why we're talking about this. You should be sucking and fucking right now. I guess I'm beating around the bush. Oh, don't do that. Oh, 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 oh. I thought there was a phone. Take the call. Let's take the call. Take the call. Oh, I gotta take this, honey. You get you get started. Okay. We're taking calls now here in the Grapevine Interchange. Jeremy from Pomona, what you're on. Jeremy from Pomona, you're on. Yeah, I'm interested in getting into the biz, and uh, um, I wonder if I could come down and, and do 
do some sucking fuck. I'm sorry. Are you cute and talented? Do you look like someone who could make it? Jeremy, can you can you put the put the uh, turn down your radio, please, and put the mic closer to your face? Uh, Jeremy. The phone. The end of the you phone. lost him. Where? Oh, you lost him. We lost Jeremy. We lost Jeremy, everybody. Uh, you're on open lines here with uh, Hollywood producer. What was your name again? No, we don't need to worry about my name. Okay. <laughs> well, um, Hollywood producer, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, the top of the industry here. Uh, we've got him here on uh, open lines here on uh, Grapevine KR7C. And we're taking calls. We're taking your calls right now here. We're passing through Lobeck. On the right lane, so if you're in label low back, hit that 800 number, 1-800-627-PIPE. 1-800-627-PIPE, and we'll put you on the air here with Mr. Hollywood producer, uh, Karen in Temecula. You're on the phone. Karen, you're on. Uh, hi. I'm an actress, uh, and I live in Temecula, and I was just wondering if I should move to make the move to L.A. Uh, what do you think about that, Mr. Hollywood producer? Yeah, honey, you can't do anything in Temecula right now, okay, honey? There's no one that you're going to meet that's going to give you a big break like me or any of the other better producers, okay? I am better than them, but I'm not going to give you a break from Temecula, honey. you got to get come here and be fresh off the boat so we can snatch you up and see what you're all about, see if you got what it takes. So how soon should I come to L.A.? My advice to you is to come to L.A. as soon as you can so that we can get you in the office. We can see what you're all about. We'll get you some great headshots. You know, we'll get you in an acting class. We'll see, you know, get you to memorize those lines. And also you do a little suck and fuck, and then we'll get you to the next level. Okay, quick question. Karen, how old are you? Uh, I'm ni 19. Is that a good age, you That's think, a, Mr. Producer? That is a perfect age. That's a perfect age for you. You're just right, right, most impressionable, and you're most talent is most ripe at this age. So if you can get get that this night, because you get any older, we're going to have to throw you out. We don't want to have to pitch you out the door, you know? Okay, thanks so much for calling, Karen. Uh, that was so... Do you think 19 is a good age for that? Is that is that the perfect oh, age? Oh, prime age. Oh, this is prime meat. You know, this is where you find the most the most eager people. The most, they're so eager, you know, they're so willing to make it. Okay, we're going to take some more calls here on Grapevine KQR7D6, 1-800-602-PIPE is the number to call. We've got caller Jeremy, he's back. Jeremy, you there? Yeah, hi, Jeremy, sorry. Listen, so I've, I'm in Phoenix now, and I've been really perfecting the Jack and Smack, and I'm thinking <laughs> of coming to L.A. and just and just doing the Jack and the Smack, which is, you know, I jacked them off and, while they smacked me okay, in the face. Um do you, are you familiar with the Jack and Smack? Um, you know, that's the, that's not something that so much works in our business. You know, we are very primarily focused on the suck and fuck. And the suck and fuck could, you know, it could pertain to any part of the body which we choose. So maybe the Jack and Smack is some sort of a, a regional version of the suck and fuck that we are not aware of. But here it's it's mostly suck and fuck. Okay, that's all I was just curious about that. So are you, are you considering a move, Jeremy? Well, I am, but it's like, I, you know, I'm scared of being, you know, right now I'm kind of a big fish, small pond thing. And I got this Jack and Smack down yeah. Cold, and well people there, people well. really respond to it, but I'm afraid I'm going to come out there and you know my abilities aren't going to be utilized because I'm so good at jacking and getting smacked. Well, can, can I ask you this, Jeremy? Are you homosexual? I'm I'm everything. Okay, what do you think about that, Mr. Hollywood producer? Is a homosexual is that going to be an asset for him? You know, we don't really see in those. Uh, we don't really see through those glasses. You know, we, we just say we, uh, we 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 see. Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to do it for the job? And that is really what we are. You know, so if Jeremy is willing to go the distance for the job and do what it takes, you know, we can see that he's a team player and he and he will do what we need him to do. And we see that he's got the talent. The talent. Okay. By talent, what what do you mean by talent? Well, primarily is that, you know, he's got it, which is star power, you know, and star quality. But but mostly, mostly you know, in the business, we, we, we want to make sure that he can suck and fuck. Okay, suck you know, and fuck. And we want to make sure that we can suck and fuck him. 
Okay, that's a big one. Jeremy, what do you think about that? About having a well, I don't know if I mind somebody sucking and fucking me. But you're also going to have to suck. But if I'm going to do something, I'm just going to do the jack and the smack. The jack, jack and, and the smack. smack, okay. You know, Jeremy, but, you know, that may be all good and fun, you know, in a small town Phoenix, but when you get over here to, you know, the big business, we're going to have to spread them, you know, we're going to have to put it open, you know, we have to get I, I can also there. do the slurp and derp. You know, that, you know, well, that's great, you know, that shows you're willing to dig deep, you know, but we're going to have to really dig deep and spread them and open it up and look inside and see what you are. You have to bear everything and show yourself, you know, and if you do, if you, I make one call to Vince Vaughn and you're a star. You know, you're going to be one of Vince Vaughn's little boys in one of his pictures, and they're going to say, this is Vince Vaughn's new guy. So is Vince, is that what he wants to do? Yeah, Vince is Vince is interested in having, you know, the next him. You know, he's, he wants okay. to discover the next him, you know. but And so he looks to people like us and say, who's going to be the next me? Who's going to do And Vince is very willing to go the distance, you know. So if you will suck and fuck with us, we will put one word into Vince, and Vince will make one call. You get to be in internship, too. That's are there great. any big stars that are into the jack and smack? Um... I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure it could be a conversation with Vince. He's a very down-to-earth guy. For me, I'm sucking fuck. <laughs> well, Jeremy, I think that answers your question. Uh, Thank you so much. Get on out here. Hop on the first bus, and we're going to do it. Here we are here. We're still passing the grapevine. I want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors, Wolfgang Puck, Nokia, McDonald's, Famous Footwear, the Nike. Chi the Chinese Chinois salad at Wolfgang Puck is to die for. It's it is great. It is really great. That is a great not, salad. Not the to-go, not the pre-made to-goes. I mean, at Wolfgang's regular restaurant or his own personal kitchen. Oh, you know. Spago. Yeah, when he's got his own personal one, the Chinese Chinois salads are great. Yeah. Is that, is that, would you say that that's the perfect storm for a Hollywood producer? Because uh, it's it satisfies the Chinese nature, but it also is light. Yeah, it's light. It's not heavy like Chinese food. You don't get the oil, the grease, the MSG. You know, you get to keep it natural, you know? What do you think about Chinese people's role in Hollywood? Well, you know, we had Lucy Liu, who was doing real well, and she was sucking fuck for a while, but, you know, she she wouldn't keep it going. So, you know, we had to kind of cut her loose, and, though, you know, now she's on TV. Who is your favorite person to suck and fuck? Oh, I mean, there's so many stars out there. I mean, there's so many stars. You know, we love... We love... We loved, you know, we loved the Greta Gerwig. We loved the Lena Dunhams. You know, we loved the Leah Michelles. We loved that show Glee. Everyone on that show Glee. Everyone on that yeah, show. Yeah, Leah Michelle. What? Is there anyone that, that's famous that hasn't sucked in fuck? Good question. No. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. There you go. That was our technician, uh, Mike Brown. Mike Brown, everybody. He uh, weighs. Mike, how's, how's it going? Uh, good. Just uh, checking the levels, riding, riding the pots. No. I'll tell you, I am very excited that Bradley has got. We were able to purchase him in uh, oh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, we were very. We were able to purchase him an Academy Award nomination. He can suck and fuck. That boy is talented. Uh, I've heard that he's uh, he's a gay man. Well, you know, that's not not for me to say. You know, I just know that he's great at sucking and fucking, and uh, I love to suck and fuck him. I love to spread him. I love, you know, I know that I know that a lot of the people, you know, Todd, Todd over uh, of Hangover, you know, he he really he liked to suck and fuck, and you suck and fuck him, you get him in the right position, he puts you in the right place, you know. And also Vince, Vince and Owen had a nice turn at him, and the, you know they gave him, they put him a nice little big stepping stone. You know, it's a building block to your career. Everything's a building block to your career. So you know, maybe Vince, you suck and fuck him, maybe you suck and fuck Owen, they think they're good, they try to help you, you know, then we put, they put one call into Ben, Ben makes a call into Russell Brand, and then they, you know, the next thing you know, you're the star of The Hangover too. you know, you suck and fuck enough, then you get an Academy Award nomination for being so suck and fucking talented. On average, how long does someone have to suck and fuck to have someone suck and fuck them? Good question. 
You know, that's more of an actor's question. You know, I'm more, I'm on the other side of the line, so I don't really. I, I would say that you probably have to keep doing it. I, w- I would say that Bradley is most definitely probably in the position to be poised to to be sucked and fucked. You know, it, it all depends on the outcome of tonight. You know, I, I know he's got a lot on the line, but uh, I, I think he's very happy to where he is. You know, I think he's still fu- fucking and sucking this way. You know, he's a very hard worker. So, so it usually takes an Oscar to get sucked and fucked. Yeah, an Oscar or a big box office blowout. You know, like uh, Ben and Owen and Vince, they've all, they were all kings. You know, the kings of the box. So... Um, you know, Bradley doesn't have that so much yet because uh, because the Hangover were more. You know, what's you know the Fat Boy was it was more his thing. You know, <laughs> the Fat Boy means Zach Galifianakis. Yes. So, but Bradley did the major suck and fuck. Is there a reason you call him the Fat Boy? I'm just curious. Well, that's what we all we think he's so great. You know, he's so funny when he's fat, and we love that he's fat. And you know, there was that one. There was that one fellow. Oh, Mike Epps. Remember yeah. Mike Epps? He had that part. He was yeah. so funny. But uh, he had a part. We had to just, you know, he, it just wasn't working. It was so funny, though. It was really funny. Yeah, we just had, we had to, we had to cut his part because we, he was funny, but we didn't want to make it more about him. That's what I heard. I heard that they, they loved it. The word on the set was that they just loved it. I kept seeing signs and memos that says, "We love it. We love it. We love this part. Really love Mike Epps. He's so funny." But it's just not, it's not working. Yeah, it, it just, you know, it wasn't working. He was black. And, he's still uh, black. He's he was, still black? He was black, okay. and then, you know, and then Zach was fat. Yeah. So we just had to say, you know, we want fat and and um, and not black. Right. and that's, because, because the audience is going to say, they're going to go in here with, well, you know, who do we, I went. And also, you know, we had we had Ken, and he was, you know, he was Asian, and the penis. Yeah, the, so, the little penis. That was a big deal. Yeah. That was a big deal. No pun intended, but that little penis was a big deal because you're not going to find a lot of people who have that little penis who really want to show it off in such a way and that's he a show he really showed it yeah, yeah you know, he showed his little pee pee and uh, zach was fat there was just no room for black when when we've got we've got we've got fat who the audience is going they're going to walk out going oh my god fat and then um and then we've got little pee pee you know little asian pee pee chinese pee pee and the audience go oh my god chinese pee pee but then we see three you know they, they're going to be confused when they go they go and black you know so we just, I think they just had to cut out. The yeah, line. who's funny? You don't know who's funny in that situation. It really, it really throws people off, and it makes them. I tell you what it does. It, it shuts down the pocketbook. Yeah, you know, I think that it would have been overkill. Audience would be, what was that? But I think we had the perfect balance because, you know, we we shocked them with fat, and then we show a little pee pee, and people are like that's funny, um, and, and the main was enough. You know, too much black would be too much. And the main guy on the roof, who's in the roof the whole time, that was a real convenient way to make sure he wasn't in the movie very much, right? Oh yeah, and you know that actor, uh, Justin Bartha, he sucked his fuck, he sucked his fuck real hard into that movie. You know? It seemed like he because didn't we, though. We, well, we thought that, we thought that he was done because he was he played the little retard in Geely, and uh, and we were worried that he was you know he was going to keep trying to come back, and he did. And to his credit, it worked. He sucked his fucked his way into that movie, and he's just a constantly working boy. I'm sorry, I got to interrupt you here, but I, I feel like he must have not sucked and fucked that much because he clearly had a very small role in that film, even though he was sort of the, the reason for the, the, the catalyst for the plot. Well, it's all about building blocks to your career. You know, we made a call, and we said, listen, we've got this boy. He's been sucking and fucking for years. You know, we owe him, so we have to find a role for him. You know, he's been doing it so long. He sucked his fucked his way into Geely, and uh, and then and then it was like, whoops, he sucked his fucked his way into this, and then now he's retarded, and the movie was no good. 
you know. So it's panned. Yeah, it was it was universally panned. It's like a mistake. It's the new Ishtar, really, isn't it? Oh, it's. I mean, I'm not sure what Ishtar is. I'm not that old in the. Do you think he felt? Do you think he felt cheated, because he sucked and fucked and and got such a, a flop movie? You know, that's not really for me to say. I'm sure that he didn't mind. You know, I think you suck and fuck enough, it starts to become part of the job, so you're not worried about it. Is he still sucking and fucking? Well, I should hope so if he wants to keep working. Right. <laughs> How old are you, if I may ask? How old are you? Oh, you know, that's in this business... 29, right? Yes, I'm 29 years old. I've been at it the whole time. So, so... How old were you when you first had someone suck and fucking? Oh my God! I started probably at age 21 in the mailroom. I sucked and fucked, and then I sucked and fucked my way up to this position. So, I want to go back to the. Was his name Jason Bartha? Justin Bartha. Justin Bartha. Justin Bartha. So, you say he sucked and fucked a lot, and he got that building block role on The Hangover. What's next for him? I don't know what's he, what's he been up to. Oh, you know, I know he's on a hot TV show. You know, that show. you know, uh, I, I you know I don't do TV, so um, what's it called? The new normal. Is that doing well? You know, it's not. I don't know the numbers on that one. You know, but uh, but so you don't know about sucking and fucking for TV, just for film. You know, yeah, they're two different businesses. You know, you may just have to suck for TV. Uh, I think I've heard that's true. Tonight, Mike. Tonight, it's the um, oh look, deer. Oh look, a deer. Mike, Mike just saw a deer, guys. We have a mobile studio. Uh, Mike is our sound engineer, Mike Brown, and he just saw a deer. Uh, uh, we're back to regular programming. Hold on, wait, hold on. Um, yeah, that we have just got. I just got confirmation that it was a deer. It actually was a deer. Even though Mike tends to see things that aren't deer and thinks they are deer, that it was a deer. Uh, we'll go back to what you were saying. Uh, uh, tonight it's the Academy Awards, and I'm wondering, based off sucking and fucking, who would you give best actor to? Well. You know, because I'm newer to the biz, the best nominee that sucked and fucked was Bradley. Bradley has been sucking and fucking for so long, just like Justin. And, you know, uh, last year, you know, Jonah Hill, he had sucked his fucked his way into a money ball. And um, we were very... Literally a money ball. Yeah, he's got a money ball. And we've all, we all have a big old money ball now because of him. So, uh, and uh, he's king now, so of course he can have anyone suck and fuck if he wants. He doesn't have to suck, he may not have to suck and fuck ever again, he's doing so well. What about actress? Actresses, actresses. Um, now that Anna Kendrick. Who's she? She was nominated to Up in the Air a few years ago, and then so she's been sucking her fucking steadily all the way up. Directing too. Yeah, who were the nominees for the ladies this year? Uh, I think Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, right. Now, she's a darling little sweetie. She sucked and fucked a little. And, uh, because, you know, she's kind of beloved. And, uh, she sucked and fucked a little. And then she sucked and fucked a lot after the after the nomination. Oh. So she sucked and fucked her way into the Hunger Games. Is that because she felt bad for the, nom- the nomination for her not suck- having sucked and fucked as much as she She probably thought she may have won if she sucked and fucked a little more. Okay. So then she really started sucking and fucking. And then she got the big roles. You're listening to live coverage of the 2013. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. You're listening to live coverage of the 2013 Oscars here on Grapevine Radio, KQRC Devon Six, and we're here with live coverage with the biggest Hollywood producer, unnamed, but uh, that's why he's the biggest. And you're listening to live coverage of the 2013 Oscars. We're in hour four of the Oscars right now. They've just given out the technical awards. We're about to move on to the actual 
acting and uh, above the line awards. It's about to get very exciting. Uh, Mike's here. We're, we've got a live simul feed and everything's going great. Uh, we'll be taking calls again soon. Um, and we, we just want to hear a quick closing comment here before we take a quick break from our Hollywood producer. Yes, you wanted a closing comment from me? Just before a break. Oh, you know, keep going to the movies and spending those dollars. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which is the speaking. How can I help you? Hey, how's it going? This is the, the juice place, right? Yes. Hey, I was just in there the other day on really... Um, it was great. I just wanted to like pass that on that I ha, ha, what I had uh, what I had was really incredible and like kept me going through like from 5 p.m. till almost midnight. And uh-huh. uh, it was really great. And I I got a dollar off coupon from someone, which was really appreciative as well. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I had a quick question though. I uh, yes. when I noticed that there are about 15 security cameras in that location. Uh huh. Is it was someone murdered there? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, I'm just curious because it seems like a lot of security cameras for a place that sells uh, smoothies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like it's fifth. I counted fifteen, and I just was like a little concerned about maybe the oral, like if there's some sort of something going on that maybe I would like to know about because I feel like that that would be important. You know, just is something did something happen uh, like there in the, the past? TV, uh, no, not that I know of. Okay, so then what exactly other are those for? Um, more for security, I guess, like in case somebody breaks in, I suppose. Right, but I, I, it is a it is a place that sells smooth. You guys sell smoothies, you know. You sell yeah, juice smoothies and like cookies and and like that's that's all you sell is smoothies. Yeah, I know. So I'm just I'm curious as to like, like maybe. Like, does that make you, like, uncomfortable, like, the amount well, of cameras? Yeah, it does, because I come in there, and I'm just coming in there to get a smoothie, and I'm kind of, like, thinking about health, and when I think about health, I think about awareness. When I think about awareness, I think about that same sort of thing, so... Yeah, I I'm just curious, like, maybe someone got murdered there, maybe several huh. people got murdered or something in that yeah. location, so they had to do these retroactive, um, you know, reactive measures... Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what um, I'm saying? Well, from what I can tell you, like, I'm not that I know of, nothing like that has happened around here. Okay, so uh, have those, do those, like, all go in at the same time, or was it, like, a process? Like, every month you put a new one in? Is it, like, a, is it a tryout phase? Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm not really sure about the system. Is there a manager I can speak to? Not that you're being very helpful. I appreciate yeah. it, but I just wonder if there's someone I can speak to. Uh-huh. Well, like, we're not really aware of, of them like that. Like, we don't know the specifics, but, like, right now I'm the one in charge. Well, okay. Yeah. Is I'm, there, like, I apologize a, if I can't help anymore, but... Is there a franchise good. manager I could speak to about that? Uh... You could probably call, we, like, our main managers, usually, like, at our other store. I'm I could give you the number if you'd like. I would really like that. Yes, okay. Um, hold on, let me look it up. Do you have a pen and paper with you? I've got a pen. I actually, I have I have a lot of things, yeah. I've got a computer. I've got a pen and paper. I've got, uh, like, a knife, but I'm, I'm good. So I'm ready to go. Okay. All set. Um, it is... Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Yeah, and I apologize if we made you feel unsafe. And no, I felt I felt safe. I just you know it's I'm I'm yeah. like a kind of I I, ha- I have like weird sensations sometimes where I'll be in a place and I can tell it's like a 
you know, I feel like, like a bad vibe or something. Yeah, and I can yeah. feel like maybe there's like a history of some sort of um, maybe like a murder happened or like maybe like a murder rape or maybe like a suicide or like a, a, a botched robbery that ended in a murder with yeah. someone getting raped while that person was being murdered or I, I just something things like that, like yeah. psychic stains I call them. When I yeah. smell a psychic stain in a place, it's like whoa. Because um, as a society, we tend to be reactive and not proactive, and it's yeah. the same reason, like, you know, all this stuff with these school shootings have happened, like, we, we deal with it after it's happened. We yeah. deal with it with a mop and a fence instead of a a fence and no mop, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, so, I understand. Yeah, and I just try, I'm trying to keep everybody safe. Have you ever seen this show, Homeland? Uh, no, I haven't. It's with uh, Claire Danes, and it's also with... Um, uh, Mandy Patinkin, he plays a great character of Saul. But she, what what Claire always says, and they have played. Well, Claire's character is really into jazz. That's uh, just part of her character, and that's something that's part of the show. Because uh, uh -huh. I feel like jazz is you know tapped into the spirits, but um, that's beside the point. Her character uh -huh. always says, "I'm trying to make sure we don't get hit again." Well, she's trying to make sure there's not another terrorist attack. And yeah. I'm I'm the same way, but sort of on a more local level. And I feel like that what you're doing there is if what you're doing is proactive to prevent a terrorist attack at yeah. the juice store, uh -huh. I think that makes a lot of sense. Because if you have a terror, you know, that's where they say terrorists always strike is where people think they will not ever strike. And yeah. honestly, I can't think of a less likely target for a terrorist than a juice store in yeah. the east side of Hollywood. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm really appreciative of that. And yeah, I okay. Like, Sorry if I couldn't help any, any further. No, you're like super helpful. It's actually overwhelmingly uh, so, and I'm really like stoked on that. And I'm going to give them a call, and I'm okay. going to say, what was your name so I can talk um, Just tell them. Okay. Yeah. You got it, bro. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Keep okay. on. Keep it up, and uh, make sure you add blueberries to everything. Yeah, sure. Okay. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, great. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you very much again. I'd be an Gosh.